Um, Rebbe told me that he was learning Parshat Bahar. Um, going through the Holocaust, some of the Pesukim about Shemitah. I don't know exactly how far you get. Did you finish, finish all the Pesukim already? Um, the main part, we didn't, we didn't do the, we went through the process about what he's eating. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. Okay, so I'm going to talk about some of the Holocaust about Shemitah. Uh, make you familiar with some of the things that you may or may not have known about. Uh, so the first thing is, you already probably told you this already, that this coming Rosh Hashanah, that's in, I don't know, six, eight months from now, nine months from now, is going to be Shemitah. Okay, that is, it happens every seven years, but it's going to be this coming Rosh Hashanah. So, you're going to, you may have looked at Pesukim also, that there's a halakha of Yoivo. Every seven Shemitah, there's another one called Yoivo. But, that halakha of Yoivo we don't do nowadays. Okay? Anybody know why? Yes? We don't know when it is. We don't know when it is, but we can't figure it out. No, we don't know when it started, like... They lost the cycle. Oh, okay, well, that, 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 that's an interesting point you should make, because that's the Mahalik, how we count the cycle. But actually, we, we could figure that out. We could answer, we could figure out when it should, yeah, should be. Yeah, what do you think? Very good. There's a special rule. You can only have Yoivo on the very specific situation. It has to be certain types of Yidin, and many Yidin have to be in Earth's own. We don't have Yoivo nowadays. So really the truth is, really the truth is, that the din is, if there's no Yoivo, and there's also no Shemitah either. According to the Torah, in, in time, when there's no Yoyfa, like right now, there's also no Shemitah. All, so nowadays, Shemitah that we have is only with Rabbana. Okay? So I have a question for you about the, the Pasuk your Rebbe just mentioned before him. The Torah says that if a person keeps Shemitah, Hashem's going to take care of them. They're going to have enough produce to eat, even though for a whole year they're not working their fields. Okay? Do you think that that works even, even nowadays, when it's a Rabbana? Nowadays, we don't keep Shemitah because the Torah says so. Nowadays, we keep Shemitah because the Chacham says so. So, do you think that nowadays we get that protection? Yeah, what do you think? Okay, good. What do you have to say about it? You want to say the same thing? Yeah, what do you say? Okay, good. And you? Well, well... If you, you could just find out if you ask the farmer and ask the farmer. You can see if it happens for real. Right. So you know, we could figure out the answer to the question. Okay, it happens to be it's a Whether Whether Hashem told us the Mahod gets a smart and a Chazanish had to understand the certain choices, whether right nowadays is there still that same, do we get that same promise? Okay, I have one more question about that. Okay, do you know that there's a Shemitah happens only once every seven years? Okay, so we have a rule that ladies don't have to do a mitzvah sasesha hazman grubba. Okay? Anybody know what that means? What does that mean? Um, so, every time. So, well, Shemitah only happens every seven years. So, do you think that Shemitah, maybe ladies don't have to do Shemitah, maybe? Because it's a mitzvah that comes only every seven years. Well, if it comes only every seven years, then maybe you don't have to do it. Because the mitzvah sasesha hazman grubba. Okay, I'm not going to answer that question. That's a... Quite a complicated question. Okay, so um, we have we have the mitzvah of shemitah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you in a minute what that means that we have mitzvah of shemitah. But um, there are special the, the the rules of shemitah have a lot to do with things that grow on the ground. Okay, and there are going to be there. Are, I'm gonna break it down into five rules or five halak, sets of halachas that have to do with shemitah. Okay, can anybody guess before I say my first one? I, I'm gonna have five groups of halachas that have to do with shemitah. Anybody have any ideas? Any of those five? Yes. Excuse me? Not working the field. Good. Okay. Anything else? Yeah? Uh, 
Not throwing out food. Kedusha Shvius. We'll talk about that. Okay, that was my third one. Go ahead. Yeah, yours was my third. That was my third. Go ahead. Who's there? Who's there? That's a, that's for Yehovah. No, that I wasn't going to talk about that. That's not a Shvius. Shvius Tzachim. That's very good. I was, I'm not going to talk about till the very end. But you're right. And that was not one of the things I'm thinking about. That's, you're right. But that's true. Shvius Tzachim at the end of Shmita. But on Shmita, I have five groups of things. Okay, go ahead. You can't harvest a lot at a time. Okay, that that's part of a, the second one I was going to say. That's a part of one. Yeah, go ahead. Pruning. Well, that's part of. You can't work the ground. Okay. You're doing pretty good. Yes, no, one more person. Could you stop that you need to do if you don't really find the girl, or is it Very good. That's part of the first one. I'm going to mention those. Very good. Okay. So let me go to the five that we have. I'll I'll mention them. You'll hear what a number of you said things about them. Um, I see you guys are really learning this super well. The, the first is, okay, before we, before I talk to you, I'm, I'm going to read from Pasuk that you all learned, and that is Pasuk Hey. It says, Eisviach Kitzirach Eloh Sitzar, that's Inde Nizirach Eloh Sitzar. Okay, what's the difference between the word, you, you shouldn't cut, your, you shouldn't be Sitzar, one thing, and you shouldn't be sitzar, another thing. What, is that? what do those words mean? Sitzar and sitzar. Anybody know that in Pasuk K? Yeah. Great, very good. It's two different types of harvest. In Russian countries, there are different words for different types of harvesting. Excuse me. So katira means for cutting grains, and katira means for cutting um, grapes. So why did the Torah have to tell us not to cut grains and not to cut grapes? Why didn't it just tell us, don't cut one of them, and we'll figure out that if you can't do one, you can't do the other one. You know, on Shabbos, the Torah tells us, don't do the malachas they did in the Mishkan. And it, we don't, it's not that, but I just thought it's not, I'll do the Mishkan. Well, do anything like that. In the Mishkan, they, they, they cook... So we're allowed to do all types of cooking, not just exactly the one that they did in the Mishkan. Well, we say the same thing here also. That the Torah tells not to harvest, we'll know not to harvest anything. I, I, yes, go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to say something a little different. The thing is like this. The answer is that we learn out from this passage that only the exact things that it says in the Torah are served. If it doesn't say what, if it, you're not doing exactly what it says in the Torah, that's not also Midaraisa. So it turns out that there are six things that Midaraisa you're not allowed to do on Shemitah. Okay? Any guesses on what those six things are? Six things that the Torah says. Midaraisa, you're not allowed to do a lot of other things. Six things. Yeah, go ahead. Much? Harvesting. Well, harvesting is not, it's not, it's not a full explanation. You're, you're right, the word harvesting is right. But you're really allowed to harvest the, the produce on Shemitah. You're allowed to eat it. You're allowed to go and take it. So we can't say you're not allowed to harvest. Can you, can you say that better? What does it mean you're not allowed to harvest? You're allowed to go pick things off the ground. It's mother to eat it. So what does it mean you're not allowed to harvest? It's true. One of the, one of the things is you're not allowed to harvest. Anybody want to say, well, let's answer that question first. What does it mean you're not allowed to harvest? Yes. You're not allowed, uh, actually, you're allowed to harvest and put away. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Very good. But you're allowed to harvest and put away, but you're not allowed to harvest it as if you're, um, when you harvest the whole field. If you're the owner, 
Yeah, you guys have seen people, they drive around in their, in their tractors, in their, in their combines, and they harvest the whole field at once. You're not allowed to do like that. Okay, so that's the malacha of Ketira, is to harvest it as if it's all yours and you're taking the whole field. Okay, that's one malacha. There are six malachas you're not allowed to do. Anybody want to guess the other ones? Yes. No, we're going to talk about making it hefker. That's true, you have to make it hefker. But I'm talking about six malachas in the field. Things in the field you're not allowed to do. Yes. You're not allowed to feed it to animals. We're going to talk about that also. But I'm talking about in the field. Things work in the field, like harvesting things off the ground. You're right about what you said, but that's not for these things. Yes. Doing more of your plants than you need it. Um, doing more of your plants than you need it. No, that's for a drop on it. the rice. What are the things you're not allowed to do? Okay, I'll tell you what they are. The first is, you're not allowed to plant vegetables or grains. When the Torah says, Sotoloi Sizra, you shouldn't plant. That means grains or vegetables and things like that. You can't plant trees. Okay? That's called, in, in, in Russian Kurdish, that's called Nitiya. That's why Zriya means to plant grains and vegetables. But the word Nitiya means to plant uh, trees. And really, you're not even allowed to plant trees that have no fruit on them. You're not allowed to plant any trees on during Shemitah. That is, uh, how we know that is a good question. Okay? We're not going to talk about that today. That's not the problem. But that's also the right to plant trees. Okay, next. You're not allowed to... I'm surprised someone didn't say this one. You're not going to prune uh, a grape tree. Because it says in the Pasuk, it says in the Pasuk, Karmachal, the Karmachal, the Sizmar, you're not allowed to prune a grape tree. Only grapes. Everything else is only the Midrapana. Midrapana, you're not allowed to prune a grape. Pruning means when you cut back the parts that are not grown well to help the rest of the tree grow better. Okay, you cut on certain not good parts to get it to grow better. Okay. Um, I missed one over here. You're not allowed to harvest from a grape tree. In, just like you say, you're not allowed to harvest in a regular tree. You're not allowed to uh, sift her. And the last one is, this one is Allah Chobash Shemit Sinai. You're not allowed to do harisha. You're not allowed to plow. Plow is something that you do to your field to help the things grow better. You're not allowed to do harisha. Excuse me. Now, those six malachas are the ones that are us with the rice. Okay? But there's everything else, basically, in your field is us with the rabbana. No work in the field, basically, everything else is us with the rabbana. Okay? But there's a big... Serious, significant difference between what Asim and Darais and what Asim and Darabana. Someone mentioned it here before, already. Anybody know what the difference is? See, so sometimes Asim and Darais are on Shemitah in the field, and sometimes only Asim and Darabana. Any guesses? What do you say? You guys in the back seem to have a lot to say over here. Maybe some, some voices on the front over here also. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah. Yes, that's true. It's a more serious punishment if you do the Darais. That's true. I have something else in mind. Yes. Okay, good. That's true. In the case of an emergency, you you would try to minimize the issue you're doing. That's true. That's also not what happened. Mind. You guys, very good. What else? Yes. For work. For what? Like on the sixth year, more, more on the eighth year, more. I don't mean by that. More, you got more, like the reward. Oh, the reward. Okay, I guess that's true. That's not what I had in mind. What I had in mind, someone said this before. I'm surprised nobody remember what, the guy, what someone said. And that is, and that is, if something is Asim Midaraisa on Shemitah, you can't do it. If it's Asim Midarabana, the Chachamim said, if you need to do it to keep your plant from dying, then you're allowed to do that. You're only not allowed to do Mu'achas Rabbanan when it helps them grow better. But if it's just to prevent it from dying, then you're allowed to do that. And I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. 
Do you ever see air conditioners? Um, like in, in your window, they have water dripping out of the back of it? Yeah. You ever see that? Okay, well, in, on Shemitah, if you have an air conditioner, and it drips water, you can't let that water drip onto the grass in front of your house. Because if you do that, you're watering the grass. Okay, and if you're watering the grass, watering the grass is an awesome drop-on to water the grass on Shemitah. But, if you have an orange tree, and that tree's going to die if you don't water it, you're allowed to turn on a sprinkler and water it. You could water that tree on Shemitah to keep it from dying. So you're not allowed to water things to help them grow better, but if you have to water them to keep them from dying, then you're allowed to do that. Okay, yes? Okay, that's a very good question. That's way beyond us. That's a very good question. So the Chacham, the, the, the Rabbanim will tell people exactly what they should do. Okay, how they should water it to only water the right thing and not the wrong thing. You're right. Don't you can't water too much. Yes? Growing around the tree, yeah. right? So it's a, so that's part of what he said. And the Chacham, the Rabbanim, and their soul tell people what to do to make sure they don't they do the right amount and not too much. I'm just giving you as an example that you could sometimes you're allowed to water things and sometimes you're not allowed to water things depending on why you're doing it. Okay. The second din for sh- Shemitah is the first one is you're not allowed to do work in the ground. The second one, someone had mentioned, is your land has to be made hefker. You have to let your fields. Anybody can walk in. It's a feast, the land is not hefker, but all the fruit that goes there is hefker. So if you have a if you have an orange tree going, and somebody wants to come in and take that fruit, anybody can walk in and take it. Nobody can stop the person from taking your stuff that's hefker. Okay. So these the, these first two halachas are the two more famous halachas. One is you can't work the ground, and the other one is that you not allowed, you have to make it hefker. It happens to be if you didn't do the right thing, that is, that you worked your ground, or if you didn't make it hefker, the food is still mutter. Doesn't make the food also, but you're not allowed to do that. Okay, the next thing is, there's something called Kedusha Shviz. Somebody mentioned that. You're not using that word, but you use Kedusha Shviz, which means is, the Pasuk says, V'hoysa Shabbos Ha'aretz Lecham L'Ochla During this Shemitah year, you should eat the produce. You can eat the things that grow on the ground. And we learn from there that you can <coughs> have to eat it in the best way possible. You can't waste it. You can't eat it in a way, let's say, before it's fully ripe. You have to eat it in the best way possible during sweeter. You have to have a, have a certain kedusha to it. You can't. So I know <coughs> when I, before I was married, I went to learn Eretz Yisrael, and I, uh, it was a little after shemitah, and the yeshiva had shemitah wine. So after they made kiddush, after they made kiddush, they had to make sure to drink up every drop of wine from the kiddush cup. Okay, if there was a little bit left at the end, they didn't throw it in the sink. Because they couldn't waste it. It was sweet to wine. Okay, they had to do shishvis. You couldn't waste it. Yes. That's a very good question. I, I believe that the din is you have to do it in the way for most people what would be considered best. Okay, not doesn't have like, yes, I, I believe it depends on most people. It's a very good question. Yes. Are you allowed to go into a nut food store and eat something that that so if they did the malachas, the food is not usher. The food does not, it's not usher. You can eat now, wait, but, but there's one problem. There's one problem, and that is, and that is. The net, another rule of Kedusha Shviyas is now to buy and sell it like you buy and sell regular things. So, well, so the thing is like this. Really, it's hefka. Okay? Really, that apple is really hefka. 
right? You know that's Hefner. The tire says it. But the store owner doesn't think it's Hefner. <laughs> the store owner is going to chase you out with a baseball bat if you try to take his apple, right? So if you, he says, okay, give me a dollar and I'll give you the apple. Well, you can't do that because you can't buy and sell it. Okay, so you're sort of stuck. If you want to risk your life and try to take his apple, you can try that. But it's mustard. The apple didn't become mustard, but he's going to beat you up if you try to do it. I, I wouldn't try that. Okay. Okay. Now, there's an interesting thing. If you would have given him money, let's say you say, okay, you know, I, want, I really want the apple. I'll give you the dollar. Guess what? That dollar now has Kedusha Shvias also. Okay? That's just the apple. The dollar also gets Kedusha Shvias. Okay? So then, you're, you're really messing him up if you do that. Yeah, okay. And the, the another part of Kedusha Shvias is you're not allowed to take it out of Eretz Yisrael. Things that, that grew during Shemitah can't be taken out of Eretz Yisrael. So, we're not supposed to get produce that has Kedusha Shvias here in America because they're not allowed to sell it. No. Unfortunately, people do, but you're not allowed to. Yes? Oh, very good question. Very good. We're going to talk about that in a minute. There are parts of what's called Israel, what's called the state of Israel, that are not considered Eretz Israel. Okay, they're not in the borders of Eretz Israel. And in those places, it's completely not Shemitah. It's as if it was growing right here in Chicago. Okay? Just because the state is in the state of Israel doesn't mean it's in the borders of Israel. It, it really depends on the borders of Israel during the second base of Mishnah. It has to, it has to do with that. So the fact that the fact that it was it's officially in the government borders nowadays doesn't necessarily mean it's part of what Israel for Shemitah rules. Okay, it more, not to, there aren't unfortunately there are no Yidden left in Gaza in Gaza, but there are Yidden in the south of Israel that are out of the border. Okay, way down in the south of Israel that's not. That was from Eretz Yisrael? You took some Shemitah fruit? Oh, Shemitah fruit from Eretz No. No. Once it came out, you're allowed to eat it. You're allowed to eat it. They weren't allowed to take it out of Eretz Yisrael. But once they did, you could eat it, but you have to eat it because there's That means it's, you can't waste it or you know, use it. And then let's, let's say you want to have apples. And most people eat apples raw and you can't cook it. Because you have to eat it in the best way possible. Okay. Um, okay. Now we keep talking about Shemitah for um, apples and bananas and vegetables. I don't bananas going so, but vegeta- fruits and vegetables and spices. Okay. What do you think about Shemitah on uh, pieces of wood? The English kedusha Shemitah pieces of wood. Any thoughts? Yes. So you think so it doesn't have Kedusha Shvi because it's not a food? Well, it's like, it's not good. And, and for what? It's not good in one. It has no special rules to it. Okay, so if it's a piece of wood, you're right, if it's a piece of wood that's just a plain old piece of wood, a branch from a tree, no Kedusha Shvi to it. If it's a spice, like cinnamon, you know, you boys know that, right? Cinnamon is just, it's like the bark of a special tree. So if it's a thing that's meant for a spicing, then it does have Kedusha Shvi Okay, what happens? What about if it's a flower that happens to smell good? Okay, so it's really a piece of, a piece of wood. I mean, a flower is really just a, a branch from a tree, but it happens to smell good. What do you think about that? Okay, go ahead. Why is that going to push me to? Well, each thing, depending on what it is. It's a big tree, then. So, so the rules, the rules of each thing of how you decide to distribute the produce depends on what it is. 
uh, fruits have one rule and vegetables have a different rule, there's different so rules. If you see that a big tree has huge trees, right, I'm sure it's pretty Right, so different parts of it have to be at different times. So it could be it may depend on when you harvest it, or it may depend on when it grew. It depends on what different parts of it. But we, we could figure out which part has a producer sphere. But the, the, well, it happens to be, it's a machoikis, whether flowers that smell good have producer sphere in them. And that may sound like, like a, something that's not so relevant, but it happens to be that Eretz sells a lot of flowers to other countries. Okay, so flowers that we buy here in Chicago may actually come from Eretz so, there's a machlekes where the flowers, yes, they're, the, they're very big exporters of flowers. So there's a machlekes where the flowers that have a fragrance to them have producer species to them. Okay, that was our third thing. We better move along because we're going to run into minutes or so. Okay. The next thing, the fourth thing is, there's a thing called beer. Okay, at the end, when it, it says in the passage, you can only keep it for yourself while it's still available for the animals. Someone mentioned this. Once there's no molest for the animals, you can only keep a little bit and you have to be mafkar the rest. Okay, that's called beer. It's a fourth thing for Shemitah. And the fifth thing for Shemitah is a bit of that, according to the Torah, things that grow during Shemitah, you're allowed to eat. Midrabanan, anything that was planted or started to grow on Shemitah is usher. That means it's all, basically, all vegetables. Fruits, you know, the tree stays around from year to year, but vegetables, you have to replant it every single year. So if, you, if tomatoes started to grow in the middle of Shemitah, those tomatoes are usher. They're usher with the Anybody want to guess why it's usher with the to eat that? Why shouldn't you eat that? Anybody here in front? What do you have to say? I haven't heard from you all day. Why do why they, why they come make an usher? What do they want from us? What's wrong? So the tomatoes are wrong. So why can't I eat that? Think, why, why don't you tell someone not to eat it? Can you think of a reason? Because what? It could be bad? Could be what? Not fully grown. Okay, but think of a shmita reason. Why would the Chacham tell me that? You have an idea? Okay. The reason the reason is going to is because the reason is because since you have to plant it every year, the Chacham were afraid people would plant it and say, "Oh, it just grew by itself." Yeah, it just it happened to grow some tomatoes. Happened to grow right back up. Really, the guy planted them himself. You know how to plant things on shmita. So I'm saying, to make sure people don't plant it, they said, anything that started to grow on Shemitah, you're not allowed to eat. Well, then, obviously, no one's going to plant it if he can't eat it anyhow. Okay, that's called sweet. Okay, i got to run along. I can't take questions right now. Okay, now, we have only a few minutes. Okay, so now we move to something else. What do people do there? So, okay, they're not allowed to work on the ground, they're not allowed to take ownership of it, and they have to have to do shit. So what do they do? How do they eat? Okay, okay, there's five ways that people eat. In there's a little bit, another five. Five ways that people eat in there as well. Okay? I'm going to tell them to you because we have enough time for everyone to save themselves. Okay, the first is, the first is, unfortunately, lots of people in there as well are not Shermit Hermitsis. And they don't do what they're supposed to. And they treat them like everything else. They don't do anything. They pretend to them the fact that Shermit means nothing. They plow their fields and they harvest their fields and they take ownership of it and they do everything they want to. Unfortunately, there are people like that who are not Shermit Hermitsis. Um, and they do like that. The second is, when Yidin first started coming to Eretz Yisrael in the late 1800s, there were always a few Yidin, but more significant amount of Yidin started coming there. Um, there were Yidin there literally who starved to death from having nothing to eat. Okay? It's like, you know, when we say we're starving, we just mean, oh my gosh, I haven't had a snack in an hour. You know what I mean? But these people were really, really starving. Okay? They managed, people starved to death. Because people had nothing to eat and they just died because they had nothing to eat. It was very serious. And at that time, for one Shemitah, one Shemitah, the 
big Gedolim Yisrael told them they could do a Mechir. They could sell the land of Eretz Yisrael, and it would belong to the Arabs, and then uh, they could use those lands on Shemitah, and they could um, live off the produce of that field. Okay? That's what came to be known, the Hector Mechira. They gave them a Hector to do with this is in the late 1800s. Well, if they did it once, it became a big machlokas whether you're allowed to continue doing that. It was one time people were really desperate. The question is if they could still keep on doing that. Okay? It's... Excuse me? Yes, Rabbi? 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 And some of them who said you could do it said, yeah, you could do it again. And some said you can't do it again. Some said I didn't mean it. And we did say that we shouldn't say it. And, and then also, was, you know, what was going on in the 1800s is not what's going on now. Right? Things are not nearly as desperate and as difficult then, now as they were then. So it's a, very, it's a big question. Some Rabbanim still continue to do that. And there are many farmers who, use, who work their fields and do everything they want to because of a Hekta Mechira, if most of the Hashkafas that you eat from would, would not allow product like that. If, uh, something that was made like that, they would not consider it to be kosher. Um, but there are people who do. There are, there are people in Eretz Yisrael who do that. Uh, and even get people here who rely on those things. Okay, the third thing is, it's very similar to the second one, but very different also. They can't use their farms. They go to Arab farmers. Okay, they go to farmers, that farms that are run by Arabs, and they say to them, I want to buy your tomatoes, I want to buy the things that you grew to use in my land there at So they buy, they, the people eat off of things from, from Arabs, but you know what they have to do. Because they have, there's a little bit of a problem over here. Um, that's a good question about true Mises, but what they have to do is, they have to make sure that the Arab really grew it. Because what happens is, since so many people want produce that doesn't have a Shemitah problem, Yidin, who work their fields, sell their tomatoes to Arabs, and then the Arabs turn around to the Yidin and say, oh, look, I have tomatoes to sell. And they're really just selling the Yid's tomatoes from down the block. Okay, so someone's got to make sure that the Arab who sells Yid's tomatoes really grew those tomatoes and didn't just buy them from another Yid who didn't keep Shemitah the way he was supposed to. Okay, so that's the third way. The fourth way is something called Oitzer Bezden. Okay, I, I, we don't really have time to explain what that is. Oitzer Bezden means, in short, I'm going to say it's really short, Oitzer Bezden means is, during Shemitah, your fields are hefkar. So let's say I have a farm that's um, an hour away from usual life. Okay? It's in the middle of no place. I have a farm, and it's filled with this 10,000 arms that's growing on my farm. Okay? It's Hefkar. Anybody can take it. And I leave it there. It's completely Hefkar. Whoever wants to take it. How many people are going to come out there to get oranges? Two people? Well, it's so nice to be driving by in the road. He'll see, he'll see the oranges to go take one. But basically, all those oranges are going to rot. So what Besden does is, Besden appoints people to go collect the oranges and bring them to the cities. Bring them to where people live. Besden takes the orange, now you're not allowed to harvest for yourself the whole field, but they're doing it as for Besden for everybody else. They take the oranges and they bring them to town, and then they say to people, come take oranges, oranges are Hefkar. Okay, we just brought them to you from there to here. Now, what they're allowed to do is they're allowed to charge you for their work. So, if they trucked it from that city, from the farm to here, they could charge you a little bit for the, how much they carried it here, and then they put it into a box for you, and things like that. They can't charge you for the oranges, the oranges are hefter, but they're doing you a favor and bringing it to town, so there are a lot of people who eat produce called, it's called Oitzer Bezden. Bezden takes care of it for you, and brings it from the fields to the cities. And the last is, someone had mentioned this, they use produce that's not from Shemitah. So, one way to do it is, as someone had mentioned, they get, oh, before he left, they get produce from parts of Israel that are not Eretz Yisrael. And there are parts of the land of Israel that are in the government official borders that are not Eretz Yisrael. They're out of the borders of, Eretz, of, of what the Torah calls Eretz Yisrael. 
So those parts don't have shmita, those no rules of shmita. Or they have to go to some other country. They buy grain from Italy. Okay, well in Italy there's no shmita, so they can buy grain from there. Okay, or they can save stuff from the year before. Okay, so companies now will be stocking up, or stock up on the things that they need. And let's say one of the big things that Ertzor makes is um, spices, parsley and herbs and things like that. So companies will buy extra amounts of it this year, put it away, and that way next year when they're going to need it, it'll be Shemitah, they'll have they'll use from this year's. Okay, they'll just pack it away um, and keep it for the next year. Okay, so those are, those are the five things we did them really quickly. The five ways that people eat during Shemitah, basically how they eat during Shemitah. And as someone mentioned, I want to just finish with that at the end of Shemitah, there's, there's two halakhas that come up at the end of Shemitah. One of them is fruits of Shemitah are are, the, are harvested at the end of the year of Shemitah. So when, when you're going to want to buy an estrog, not this sukkah, but the sukkah afterwards, if you buy an estrog from Eretz Yisrael, that'll be an estrog that was a Shemitah estrog. It was, it was, it was, it has the, the din of Shemitah, but it doesn't come to you until after Shemitah. That's one thing. And the second thing is, another person I mentioned about Shemitah Sukkim, that uh, money that someone owes you, when it comes to the end of Shemitah, Rosh Hashanah, the end of Shemitah, he doesn't owe you the money anymore. Okay? That's not, it's not here in Parshish Bahar, so you're off the hook, you don't have to know that. What do you say? Okay, well, okay, we, we, if, if I come back to your class before the end of Shemitah, I'll tell you, everybody else how they should still be able to collect the million dollars, right? But that is true. Oh, very good. We'll talk about that. If we get very good, if we get to there, uh, some of you must learn the science about that. Okay, thank you, boys.